You should review movies. Oh my god, yes. Okay, I've okay. had a couple, so. <clears throat> Movie review. Welcome to Six Pack Cinema, podcast where we drink beers and talk movies. This week we are talking Stronger, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Tatiana Mazzani. Joined by my co-hosts, Sheehan and John Boy. What's up, guys? How we doing? Good. You just nailed her name, or you said it terribly wrong. I have no idea, but it sounded like you got it right. I tried to kind of mumble and say it quick to make sh- so like nobody would be able to tell. I think I got it right though. Was it? Would you say Tatiana Maslany? Maslany. Maslany. I, I think it's Maslany. Sure. Tatiana. Right. <laughs> well, uh, let's jump into some snap impressions then. Uh, Sheehan, as our resident Bostonian, I'll let you go first. Yep. Well, uh, it was it was heavy as hell. Struck home. Uh, real emotional from start to end. Uh, I probably teared up 60% of the time, and I think it was really well done, but it, at the same time, it felt like a weird story to tell, just because it was so fresh. But I liked it, Just, but I, I'm very, very biased. How about you guys? All right. John Boy, what do you got? I thought... Uh, I thought it was as average as average comes. Good in some parts, and then not good in other parts. And I'm going to try and treat it like a fictional, like not a fictional movie, but more just the movie itself. Um, Cause I don't know the real guy, mm-hmm. which was also, I think they had a message they wanted to get across, which I, I liked that they got that message across, but I don't think it was that great of a movie, but I don't think it was bad. Okay. Just average. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I really hate when they do these movies on tragedies that are so recent I feel like you need like 15, 20 years to like let it settle before you try and make a movie about it. That said, I thought Joan Hall was great. I mean, I, I think I told Sheehan one day that, I mean, he's in my like best actor of his generation, so he crushed it. But overall, I thought the movie, like you said, um, was just, it was an okay film. I just really like Joan Hall in it. I agree there. He's awesome. There's this uh, YouTube video where this guy breaks down how Jake Gyllenhaal acts with his eyes and in nightcrawler his eyes are like huge because they make him super creepy and then they go to another movie where his eyes are like squinty because he's a different character and once i watch that uh, i know i pay attention to that he's crazy he's uh yeah he's really good i will not knock his performance at all no i mean you can't he, he it's playing a paraplegic like that it's in one sense you know there's a lot of green screening going on but the other sense like the way he used the rest of his body to to kind of like uh, project the struggle it, it was a lot of physical acting that he did and it, it i think he pulled it off yeah for sure and with that let's jump into our deep dives um do you want to take it off Shane? deep dives um i'm just saying it, it's, it's 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 in my head right now jill hall's got a good dick i'm glad we got to see it <laughs> <laughs> all right it was a little, it was a little bit blurred by the water but um like I said, I, I'm a little biased because I, I I worked that way this year. I um, that, I worked on it that year that it happened. Mm-hmm. I I seen uh, Jeff Bowman a couple times, and I had no idea the struggle that he was going through. I was one of the, I felt like such an asshole sitting there with, during the Bruins flag scene because I was one of those people like cheering like yeah fuck yeah Bowman you know, uh, and hindsight. I wasn't helping him, you know, yeah. it, it was, it was, a, it was a weird, yeah. weird I, vibe I, to sit there and, and see. Sorry. 
I liked I liked the whole like that's why I said they had a message they want to get across. So um, I like that that like the world makes cartoon characters out of these victims and without asking them and it and they wanted to get across like Boston strong to him. He probably still hates that fucking term. He's like, what are you guys talking about? Who's strong right now? All the people that didn't get hurt because I'm one of the 15 that got hurt and I'm fucking crumbling. So what are you mm-hmm. talking about? So that was uh, well, no, he, he was when he said, "What are you talking? What does that mean?" He was talking about the uh, the sign of the of the bridge that said Bowman Strong. Yeah, I know, but it, as total, but like even in general, even, even later on, yeah. he was by the water with uh, Aaron and someone like on a boat is like Boston Strong, and you know that he's just like, no, I don't want, yeah, because yeah. uh, like like you said, he's sitting there, he feels like the terrorists are on the board. Yeah, yeah and, at yeah. that time, Boston Strong was soon, awesome. Yeah. It was. I'm, like, I'm that pretty was sure awesome... I had some Boston Strong gear because I was like, "Oh hell yeah, I want to support the cause. It's great. Like they're showing that they're not going to let the terrorists win." And even for me, like I'm less in it than you, Sheehan. But I, I had family at the race. But, like they weren't anywhere near the blast or anything. But I, like that shook me that day. And seeing how this guy, who I up until I saw this movie, I thought he was like the bastion of like strength and. The symbol of Boston, like I did not realize how much he was going through. Yeah, boy, are we wrong. Yeah, kind of feel like yeah. a dick now for being like Boston strong all that time. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a huge rally cry for us that that year, especially. And then then you look back, it's like, yeah, well, we turned it into sports, which is just kind of like makes you feel gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I, you know, so I I really liked that part. So I I thought it was interesting because like it's something I didn't even think about, and then you watch the movie and you're like, oh yeah, that. For shitty. Yeah, hindsight, it's like, oh, we kind of got carried away. Yeah. I will say, um, I, I was reading earlier today, too, that apparently his family hates the movie and how they're portrayed in it, even though he, like, worked on the movie with Gyllenhaal. Well, you, you yeah. think? Well, guess what? That That's, like, 90% of the people in deep Boston and, like, Chelmsford and Quincy. That's who they are. <laughs> yeah. They're good people. They're good. They're great people. But, wow. boy, they, they say fucking every other word. His mom um, wasn't really a great person. Has there ever been a Boston mom in a movie that is normal and a good mother? Or is this just annoying trope now that every Boston mom is a selfish asshole? Like you got the fighter, terrible, blow, terrible, um, gone baby, gone, terrible. Now this movie, terrible. Is every Boston mom in movies, is this... Uh, are they playing off real life or is this just now a, a movie trope that is annoying as fuck and I don't like? Well, I'm going to say in Black Mass, she wasn't like, well, she was the mom because she was um, fucking, what's his name's wife? Uh, Whitey Bulger's? Yeah, Whitey Bulger's wife. But she she seemed like a good mom to her kids in that. She just was a criminal's wife. All right. Well, that's nice. <laughs> that's it the one I got. There's one. There's one on the board. <laughs> yeah. I... I love Boston movies, and I know this is a true story, but it's almost like they're jumping the shark for me because that first scene went like I've viewed all my top movies. They're all Boston movies. Like they're all out there. They're awesome movies. But that first opening scene at the bar, I got to go watch Fenway. I got to watch the the game, and then like a buckle drop right away, name drop. They're at the bar. Everyone's just laying their accents on thick. I was like, this is gross. And it's not like it was the Mark Wahlberg treatment. Yes. Yeah, the Mark Wahlberg treatment. It was like very much pandering to me 10 years ago when I was a 14-year-old and I was like, yeah, this is so cool. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, wh- when sure. I when I first uh, started like dating my wife in Connecticut, uh, her friends would be like, "Oh, you're from Boston? You you don't have an accent?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, we're not all like you know mouth breathing assholes you find on, on movies. <laughs> like it's it's there's a, there's a huge difference, and they definitely even though Mark Wahlberg is and Donnie is from the area, you would never know it. They embellish crazy amount. So. Well, yeah, and I, I felt like the accents only seemed super thick in the beginning, and it seemed like, like the sec two, like the second two thirds of the film, the actors had really been in the roles for a little bit and were easing back on the accents. It didn't seem as obnoxious the longer we were in it. I think they were so trying to get like a, a humorous, lighthearted uh, effect in the in the beginning, and then they wa- they wanted to make sure that it was they knew you knew it was serious coming down coming down the back end, so they kind of lightened up. But mm-hmm. th- I don't like that at all. You, you got to stick with the accents. Yeah. And if you're doing it wrong, it being... you're doing it wrong from the start. Change it. Yeah. Either commit to it just, being just because that you're, aggressive. Just because you're or... doing a, a movie, just because you're doing a movie in Boston, does not mean you have to have every character sound like they have marbles in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. Just don't. Um, so. The very first scene at the bar when she walks in, same scene I'm talking about, mm-hmm. when our main actress walks in, Tatiana, whatever, Aaron, <laughs> just. Lays out some of the cutest smiles I've ever seen. I was like, I think I just fell in love with this actress. And then the rest of the movie, I was like, wait, why did I fall in love with her? Because she doesn't really look that great the rest of the way through. And I was like, do I like her? Do I dislike her? I'm talking strictly looks-wise here. Not a character mm-hmm. or person. She's She reminded me of that episode of Seinfeld where, like, depending on the light, Jerry's girlfriend was either gorgeous or hideous. I think it's and the that, hair. That's anyway. why I feel like she is... Yeah, that's how she is in every scene. I was either like the same way. I was like, "Oh, all right, this, this chick's hot," or yeah, she 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 looked fine. like um in half the movie she looked like maybe from uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, <laughs> who I don't yeah. find attractive. Yeah, it was it was just really fucking with me because sometimes she wouldn't, sometimes she would, and it was like it was like two actors. Well, I just googled images, pictures of her, and I'm officially back in love with her. She got a real nice, real She's nice smile. I haven't um, seen it, but I know she stars in that um, Netflix show, Orphan Black. She plays like seven different people. She plays clones of herself. Crazy. Apparently, she's really? fantastic in that. So. All right. That's cool. I thought she was – I think if anyone's going to be like on a war contention for this movie, I don't think – Best Picture is not even on the board. No. But I do think Jill Hall is in the conversation and mm-hmm. Tatiana for sure. I think she was incredible. I think she'll get Best Supporting Actress or at least be nominated yeah. for it. And yeah. I think Jalen Hall will be nominated, but he'll only win if they're like giving it to him because he hasn't won already. No, I don't. I don't think he's gonna win, but nomination will be big for him. Movies yeah, that sure. come out in September rarely give you winners, but she, they were I mean, both good. Well, yeah, I mean, they, I felt like they were the only strong actors in the whole movie. Everyone yes, else, yes, was, but I'm saying like the, well, I mean, the they were the only ones. The movies that are gonna be uh, on the dockets for awards. Ha- haven't come out yet that's not how that works um well i looked up my my source for the uh the uh the oscars um i figured this is about the time they're going to start coming in and dunkirk's on there in, in the top 10 dunkirk and battle of the sexes um that won three billboards outside ebbing missouri which looks fantastic but the number one favorite for, to win is the post have you heard about that one no what's that no, and the the they break it down between pros and cons. Pros: Spielberg and Academy favorite with the with an all star cast, with a very timely material. I don't know what it is. Cons: Still filming. Will it be finished in time? How the fuck can it be favored for to win the Oscar if it's not even done? 
Probably just because of Spielberg in the cast. Yeah, but I mean, it may not be ready. So I, mean, I, I, I used this website like the Bible last year during <laughs> war season. It's out the window now. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't trust a word from them anymore. No, it's not even finished. We're going to give the Oscar. Anyways, that was a little, little sidetracked, but whatever. I wasn't expecting nudity in this movie. At all. Yeah. That was a... Uh, that, that took me a little bit by surprise when that happened. Because I, I was in... Because I saw it the opening night, and there, there was only like eight of us in the theater for some reason. And it was a pre-select theater, and for some reason we all bought seats next to each other for it. And it was me <laughs> and a bunch of like 16, 70-year-old Bostonians. And just started getting naked and i was like oh well this is awkward yeah i was also in a theater with only like seven older people and my girlfriend and i was the only one laughing um i like i laughed at some of the little jokes the humor was funny i laughed yeah. when he was he was he was crawling out of his car because he was crying and screaming because she just left him and the people are looking out the window and he's like mind your fucking business i laughed then <laughs> I, I laughed at that too. Girlfriend slapped me like, "Don't laugh!" I'm like, "I think that was funny." Yeah, I think he was supposed to kind of. There, like, there was, was there was a guy like, who I wanted to kill. I wanted to kill this guy in my theater because he started laughing. He la- like belly laughed when when he fell out of bed and broke his nose, basically. <laughs> and I mean, I was in I was in the moment. I was like, "You motherfucker! Don't you laugh at him!" Yeah, I definitely. Mean, I, didn't I, I got a little bit enraged. As much, I mean, you're much closer to to it. You're in Boston. That's, I mean, that's why I said it, I'm biased. So it just it, it gripped me. But well, I, I think uh, that scene was supposed to be kind of humorous. Like everyone in my theater, like they, it wasn't like a belly laugh, but everyone was chuckling a little bit, and especially when it, it, it was the comic relief afterwards when they thought he was jerking off. Yeah. That's when you laugh. Well, yeah, yeah, not when he fell face down. Yeah. Wait, the guy laughed yeah. at the, him falling face down and not at the instantly when he's nose blood. He's like, ah, <laughs> oh fuck like, that guy. That guy's a you're piece sick of shit. Fuck. Yeah. Sorry. And I had a couple of old ladies behind me talking half the time about, you have tissues? I heard this is a real tearjerker. God. All right. Uh, I, I, was, I was I had a really bad day at the theater. I'm very, very stickler for shut the fuck up in the theater. I thought I was going to have to get up and tell and shush the hell out of these old ladies behind me. Okay. So sidetrack. A couple weeks ago, I saw it again just because friends wanted to see it. Worst theater experience of my life. Numerous. Like I literally shushed people. And I normally just bite my tongue and don't. And they were still talking. And I was just furious. You know what needs to make a fucking comeback? Ushers who walk into theaters and kick people out. Because I've been to the Alamo only a couple of times. But I've loved it. Every single time. As soon as someone's talking, they tell you, hey, be quiet or you're leaving. Talk again. I've seen them kick them out. And that needs to be mainstream in every theater. Because these motherfuckers, especially in New York, where it's like $17 to see a movie... I want to fucking see the movie, not hear you do your five minute stand up every 20 seconds. All right, rant over. <laughs> Aggressive, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that, that really grinds my fucking gears. Ow, motherfucker. I, 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 I could talk a whole segment about people doing stupid shit in the theater. Um, the rain back in, though, I mean, this, I feel it's kind of hard to talk about this one just because it's like you, you guys think it's average. Mm-hmm. I uh I loved it, but I fully admit that I'm hooked into it deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that the acting was great. I think the story was, uh, if it hit you, it hit you. If it didn't, didn't. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go much further than that. Uh, I'd recommend it to anyone who would listen to 
to watch it for oh, sure. Absolutely. Why? Um, how how much did you guys uh, tear up during it? Because even though I thought it was an average movie, I felt like it still hit my like a few times in the very beginning when he was just starting to deal with uh, losing his legs, and then at the end, I was just straight up crying. I zero. I didn't cry. I don't cry from sadness. I only cry from happiness. So well, not so not zero. The only time I teared oh. up was when they showed the real life picture of the, the the real two of them after she finished the race and he was waiting. It's like the last shot of the whole thing. And I yeah. teared up. Then my girlfriend hit me. She's like, "Now you cry at that?" And I was like, "Hey, can't can't control what makes you cry." I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Um. I. He, their point was to make him human. Like he's not this hero. He's going through struggles. He's dealing with it. Um, don't think he's a human, but movie wise, he's an asshole. They made me not like him. Me and my girlfriend were like, she should not have dated him. She shouldn't have went back. To, like we're just containing it to the movie. And what we saw of the, out of these characters, what was his redeeming quality? He made lighthearted jokes about his injury every now and then. But I, I had, think that's, uh, yeah, it, it was, th- it was the guilt that, that, uh, yeah, guilt will take you a long way. When she she felt responsible for him being there, that's that's how it started. But you know, it's never going to work out because they broke up three times beforehand, and with having a huge life changing incident like this, it's not going to make it better. Yeah, it's only going to make it a thousand times. Which better. I actually give the movie props for that, especially because it's based on his book that he wrote, and he was consulting on the movie the entire time. If he made it that realistic, that like he knows he's kind of a shitty person, I got to give props for that because he, he could have easily like whitewashed all his problems away i totally agree yeah. i think i would have rathered that story told in a book uh i'm not like i need a happy ending guy but i just need like some balance or redeeming qualities i didn't i didn't find anything about him redeeming besides that he was f- like funny and i laughed at his fucked upness like the drinking driving scene was hilarious the oh, God, when they yeah. wanted to take a picture with him and he's like take this picture i'm gonna fucking kill myself that's hilarious so like he was very funny but from her mm-hmm. perspective why is she dating him why i mean I, then then she's locked in with a kid she was like a genuine nice person that was part of my sometimes one, you end up with a fucking shitty person well, that sucks and that's one thing i didn't like about it because the whole movie they're talking about the the struggle and all that that business uh and then like you said it was a happy ending they didn't they didn't finish it off with the fact that they got divorced uh, in February. Yeah. Oh, they did in real life? Yeah, in real life they're they're yeah, divorced. Well, good for Jesus. her. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah, no, it was finally she got she broke free. Wait, I, I had a problem with the themes of this movie cuz for the first 2 thirds it seemed to be building up towards don't build don't turn these victims into heroic symbols and everything. And then the last 30 minutes he just embraced it and was happy go lucky with it. Yes, it was a struggle for him to get there, but it seemed like such a huge 180 that I felt like there was just a little bit of a tonal whiplash there. I think that was the show was acceptance, and he, he was fighting it. He was fighting who he was. He was he was denial of of how bad a shape he was in, and then he finally got. He woke up. He was like, you know what? I have to start taking care of myself for people around me. And his when he started seeing what he was doing for strangers who he's never met. I think that kind of inspired him. Oh, that scene was... It, it was it was kind of like a, break for you, a breakthrough moment for him. That scene was... Maybe sums up this movie for me. I thought it was very Disney and pandering at times, but then I also found myself buying into those scenes. So when that guy first stops him, and he's like, my brother died in IED, that was the most pandering Disney, like, 
Okay, we're going to hit you with the heartfelt moment now. It was like chalked up. But then when they showed the line of people and him sitting there, then I, I got choked up there. That's where I was like, that's awesome. I kind of wish they would have dropped like indie movies always do it better where it's just more subtle, better writing where they dropped that first big speech and they just showed us not even listening to all like the full stories, but all those people walking past saying their little story would have been better for me than like a lot of it slapped you right in the face. I agree. Like he, 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 one of the lines when she's like, you need to stop doing this. He said something like they're trying to make me out to be a, the, a hero. It's like, we know movie writer. We know that's what you guys are telling us. You don't need to him to tell us exactly what's happening. Have a little subtlety to your mood, to your writing. Yeah. Like, I don't even care if they actually had that conversation. That's what he said. It's a movie. You're going to dramatize stuff. Write it a little bit better. You got to let the audience like yep. figure things out because it just feels better. It's a better experience. For sure. Exactly. I agree. All right. Well, let's go into our favorites. What were your guys' favorite scenes? Favorite performances? My fa- my favorite performance was Lenny Clark. Oh my god! Uncle Bob. Get him out of this movie. <laughs> I was. That's one of my notes. They force fed Lenny Clark to us. Screw them. It's not a Boston movie unless Lenny but Clark see, is in. But see, that's. It. That's, that's I, I know you're getting <laughs> serious like a pro- you didn't, but, but you're you didn't, not you didn't kidding laugh though. when he was running down the halls you didn't laugh when he was running down the halls like, where's the FBI guys where's the no, FBI guys that they, was fucking hilarious I laughed at a lot of the family stuff but I just couldn't do it it's like that's Lenny Clark like, that's so force fed yeah I, I had the same reaction I was like this fucking guy I've seen him in every goddamn Boston movie I don't need to see him in this and all the other family was like nobodies right um yeah his dad, who is like kind of estranged, I recognize oh, shit, him. Yeah, He's probably. been in a few things, but I can't remember his name. He was he was the um, he was the uh, the the guard in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. He's gained a lot of weight since then. <laughs> yes. Uh, John Boy, what about you? Favorite performance? Uh, I, mean, I like the performances out of both leads. Um, but my favorite moments were the funny moments. Cause I thought like when he wakes up and he's like, your fucking legs, they're gone, bro. That made me laugh. <laughs> Him saying you said, you just, you're sitting on my leg. Or when he said, when he wrote on the piece of paper, Lieutenant Dan, like those, I got a good, a little good, genuine laughs out of those. Um, the dressing change scene when they were changing his dressing for the first time was a one it was one take. So that's like an incredible performance out of Jalen Hall there. Yeah, I was reading today too. They uh, apparently only shot that because they ended up film like finishing the rest of the hospital scenes early and had it, the space booked. So they're like, eh, let's screw it. Let's shoot some other stuff. And they ended up with that scene, which is amazing. I was I going to call that out as my favorite. You got to think that's really hard to do because he's not – those aren't his legs. They look like two little mini hot dogs there. They're dressing up. And so mm-hmm. – as an actor, he's like not looking, right? Because he doesn't want to see. So he doesn't know when they're touching those fake legs. But that's exactly what he has to do as an actor is play off every time they touch those fake legs, scream. So I don't know how he was doing that. Uh, I don't know if someone was tapping him on the right shoulder. Like they're touching it now. Just be in pain. Do you know what I mean? Because that's tough to do. Probably. No, but yeah. So yeah, I, I, that sure. scene was um, impressive. I'm surprised that was like a, a toss in at the end because that was one of the stronger ones in my opinion of the whole movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, so lucky. <laughs> that uh, that was my favorite scene, but a close second was 
right after the Bruins game, or right after he got off the ice at the Bruins game and was like, had his first like PTSD attack, attack, and was freaking out and was going, and kept screaming, why are you helping me? Help someone else. Why are you helping me? And I liked that they trusted we'd realize that was a PTSD attack and then showed us the flashback later in the movie where he was saying it to Carlos. I thought but that was that well was done. A, that was oh. a really solid scene. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't put that together. Yeah. So help yep. someone else. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Carlos's yeah. monologue. I, I see. I before this, I didn't like the the elevator scene. Oh really? Why not? I thought I didn't. For some reason, it just that felt. It just felt forced to me. I guess I don't know why. Um, like I said, I remember watching it live and. The dude was smiling and laughing a lot on the ice, so I'm not quite sure how accurate that was. Well, yeah, but you can... He was having a great time on the ice. You can never tell. Oh, I know you can never tell, but like uh, when they show him on the ice in the movie, he was like really hesitant and stuff like that. So he may have put on like a good face for it, yeah. at least. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, before you said that, I then pieced it together saying it was a, it was a throwback to the when he was on the ground. Yeah, I, I really like that. I thought that was a, a strong connection. Way to keep your ears open, guys. Good job. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, well, I didn't put it together right away because he was yelling, help someone else, help someone else at her. And I was like, what? That doesn't really make sense right now. And then they showed us the flashback and that's what he was saying to Carlos. Carlos has seen, I loved the honesty where it's like, I don't want to meet this dude. And her, his mom's like, yeah. I see everyone thinks of you as a pair. He's like, why? I don't, he's a weirdo. He wears a cowboy hat. And then uh, Carlos is seen. That, who played Carlos? Another actor? I don't know. Mexican yeah, Ray Romano. I, I don't, didn't recognize the guy at all. Well, he did a fabulous job with his monologue. He did. For sure. I, I didn't realize Carlos had that hard of a life, to be honest. I knew he had a Marine son who died. I had no idea about the burning and the suicide. That's that's some real stuff. Yeah, yeah. I want to see that guy's movie. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, but what, I remember thinking i'd be the same way i wouldn't want to meet him at all I, I i why would you want to meet someone that would remind you of that day yeah he even said that like oh why would i want to meet the guy why would i want a memory of my worst my worst day alive yeah. whatever it was We're good yeah i, I felt yeah. like that was a very real real emotion that that was one of the few times where i i felt like the the kick in the gut i was like absolutely if that was me i'd never want to see that guy again mm-hmm Whew. All right. Uh, so audience responses. I know we, uh, John and I already said we had an older theater crowd, not very crowded. What about you, Sheehan? I was, I, I went tw- like noon on a Saturday. So I was, hit, I hit the matinee crowd too. Like mm-hmm. I said, I had a couple old people behind me. I had a guy thinking that this injury was the funniest fucking thing in the world down front. Uh, I went with my in-laws. So I couldn't really give my, I thought about doing my, my reaction right afterwards. Didn't really feel like the mood. <laughs> it just, I, I, I wasn't in the mood anyways. I, I, I walked out of there thinking it was just like, oh, just heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. The reaction was nothing, nothing. It just got up and walked out. <laughs> yeah. I think that I'm, I think that's just where I am right now in Connecticut. No one gives a shit about movies. They, they just, they, both times I've went, it's been like six people in the theater and we just all walk up and just go. So, <laughs> Got to find a better theater. <laughs> I do. What about you, John? Uh, nothing. I, I mean, I went on 130 showing on a Monday. So it was me and my girlfriend and a bunch of old people. And uh, couldn't tell anything. Just nothing. 
I mean, I was laughing. They no one laughed at the funny jokes. No one was audibly crying. So, bleh. All right. My- bleh. <laughs> As I said before, mine was pretty empty, which I was surprised about. I saw it at 7 p.m. opening night. I thought it would be a little bit more packed, but uh, it wasn't. Me, a bunch of old Bostonians, and everyone teared up a few times through it, and but that was it. Nothing too crazy. This wasn't even available. Yeah, pretty at, average. Uh, this wasn't even playing at the theater I usually go to. That's why I had to wait to see it Monday. Oh, damn. Yeah, really. You guys need to move to a major city, because I could have seen Battle of the Sexes. You guys are stuck in no man's land with no movies showing. <laughs> I I have. Uh, I mean, I'm in right outside San Francisco. I, I was shocked. It wasn't playing at one of them. Yeah, you, you, got a, you got a big play. Um, I think it was just like, because it was five major releases all at once. I, it, I think it makes sense that they kind of staggered it, except for New York City. <laughs> you can see whatever the fuck you want whenever on Thursdays, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't foresee that to be uh, a normal thing. Yeah, for sure. So I hope not, <laughs> or else we'll have to consider, reconsider moving. Yeah. So let's hop into our ratings and pairings. Uh, John, what do you got for us? Critically, oh, uh, did you say John or John? I said John. We so. got, we got to go. Let's do Jimmy and All right, Sheen. Jimmy okay? and Sheen. Just call me. Yeah. Right. Jimmy, what do you got? Critic score going uh, eighty. All right. Popcorns. I was gonna go two five, but I think that's, I think that's dropping it down because I knew I thought Sheen was gonna give it a five, so I was trying to play the the average game. Probably a three, a three out of five popcorns for me. Pairing. Hey, uh, Sam Adams. <laughs> now who's Man, pandering? That's just, Damn it. Took mine. I got I to go with my backup now. All right, just what about gotta you, go, Just got to go Boston stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I was going to give it like an 85 critic rating because it, it's hard not to do that with a, with a true story. You know, it's if you, if you give me a true story, it's going to be at least 75 or up. And if it's a good one, it's going to be mid-80s. Um. I, I always knock it down a little bit for true stories because you can't blow me away because we already know the story. We already know what's going to happen. It's, it is what it is. So I'm going to go 85. Popcorns, I'm going to give it a 4.89. <laughs> Not all the way five? Take that. Take that. 4.89. You, you don't know me. And if I'm going to pair it, I'm going to go with a, a, a classic Bud Light. And you have to talk like you're from Mark Wahlberg trying to pander to the locals, okay? Get a Bud Light. You got to get it in a, uh, a socks koozie, or better yet, put it in a, a Pat the Patriot koozie. So it's a, it's a fucking hero in a three-point stance. <laughs> Fuck the terrorists. All right, all right. I'm going probably 80 as well on the uh, – 80 for the critic score. Just because it was, it was decently made. It wasn't amazing, but I thought Joan Hall knocked it out of the park. It's hard to act like a paraplegic when you're doing all that green screen work. And especially at the end when he's walking up to the diner and really using his body. I thought that was some solid physical acting and popcorn. I'm going three because once again, good story. Definitely recommend people go see it. I just, I don't know the next time I will ever feel like I need to watch it again. And then if I'm pairing it, fucking took my Sam Adams. So I'm going with a harpoon. It's another Bostonian drink. Figure I'll go with the Harpoon mm-hmm. Ale. Nice. Harpoon very ale. similar. This entire <laughs> time, I have been hitting the next button 
on my Google image search of Tatiana Maslani, whatever her name is. So I'm probably I'm probably like 300 pictures deep for real. And I gotta say, I think she's very, very pretty. Uh, and then a random picture of Amy Schumer just popped up in the middle, and then I was like, "Well, yeah. bring me back to Tatiana, please. She's gorgeous." So I think I got a new crush. All right. So you, nice. you nice. guys recommending the movie too? If you're interested, if I am, if you're interested in the topic, if if you're from Massachusetts, you it's, it's a must watch. Yeah, go feel right. guilty about yourselves being a bunch of assholes making fun of a cripple. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't make fun. We 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 supported him in the wrong yeah, way, way to put the most stress on him possible and cause his whole personal life to crumble. Hand up. Hand up. It That's is like me. a lose lose for the city. It's a lose lose for the city because you make those offers because you want to be nice, but you never know yep. what they're actually going through. So you just blame his mom for being a drunk yep. bitch. Yeah, fuck that bitch. For sure. All right. I'm I'm shocked that he wrote that for his mom. I mean, Jesus Christ. How how mean can you be? Yeah, I really mean. Oh, I want to say that actually in one scene involving his mom, the reveal of his legs, because we heard the doctor say, going to go above the knee. And then the mom standing by the bedside looking at him and we can't see anything. And then there was, she just shifts left. And that was almost like, if I feel like it was a packed audience, you would hear a little like, because <gasps> you just then saw mm-hmm. the no legs there. So the way that they set up that scene and and revealed the no legs, I thought that was pretty good. Nice. nice. All right. Well, that wraps up review of Stronger. Let's move on to weekly recommendations. What have you guys seen this week? What are you watching? What are you recommending? Sheehan, you go first. Um, I just want to throw back to last week. Jimmy, you, you uh, recommended American Vandal? Yep. Wow. Was that great? It was just absolutely fan-fucking-tastic. The first episode, I'm like, well, this is it's funny. It's got some humor in it. I could, I could roll with it. Why not? And it, I got through the second episode. It was okay. Cool. Hit the third one. I'm like, I am seriously fucking invested in Ruby's <laughs> dicks. Like, it was it was like immediate, like, hammer, hammer the next one. Hammer the next one. I had to get through it. It was incredible. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, did you, but did you, the, the, I didn't really, in the, in the end, the last episode, did, did you get, pick up the, uh, the boyfriend's name? What if you said no? What was it? His name was Van Delray. <laughs> oh, so really? Van Vandal. Van Delray, Vandal. It's I did not pick up on that. <laughs> yeah, good call. Right. Well, I'm gonna now do. I definitely uh, have to I watch like, it. I, I, it's been on my list. Last week's just been crazy for me, but I know my roommate watched it. And he's like, best thing Netflix has ever put out. Mm, I don't know about that, but it's I, I it's love, the best thing they put out lately. Yeah. I love mockumentaries. That's like The Office and, and Parks and Rec. It's right in line with that. I shouldn't say right in line with that, but it's like the same idea, obviously. And uh, I, it's just great. If you if you love the um, making a murderer and the keepers and all that good stuff, you'll you'll eat this up. All right, Jimmy. What about you? What do you got? I I watched the last see the I watched the most recent season of Transparent on Amazon, which is a show that I love to hate. I don't know if you guys have watched that at all. Um, no, I've heard that, though. If it's anyone like listens, the fourth season was a delight. I actually enjoyed yeah. it. I also, I mean, shows that are on, I watch so much shows. Deuce, Outlander, 
if you watch Outlander, me and my girlfriend started a podcast. Like it's like 15 minutes. We just talk about the episode after it airs. You can go find that talking Outlander. Did you watch that show Glitch? I said, David. Not yet. Not yet. I plan on starting it tonight, though. Me and my buddy started a podcast for that show as well. So. Oh, talk. All right, well. So when are you not talking glitch? Uh, never. I did three yesterday, and I'm doing. This is my second today. Jesus. You're gonna do one like as soon as we hang up. <laughs> I want to because I want to do the binge ones, and I want to do Transparent and American Vandal. Damn. Goodness. I just you like sitting in a room by myself feet. talking. He's grinding it out. I love it though. Yeah. Yeah, that's dedication right there. Um, my recommendation this week is the new Seinfeld special on netflix but with the caveat that if you're going into it it's not just a stand-up special it's him doing his material from before the show but he's doing it modern day and then every once in a while they cut away to scenes of him performing when he was just getting started or him talking about how he got into comedy so it's kind of like a mini documentary on him so if you're a fan of the show fan of his stand-up Definitely, it's worth checking it out. And they're releasing another stand-up special of his with modern material in the next few months. So that should be good. And if you guys ever get the chance... I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't... I get mixed feelings about this. I love Seinfeld. The show is fantastic. One of the, obviously, one of the greatest of all time. But you can't do a show that says, this is my last time. And then 10 years later, it kind of start all over again. I mean, he already did the hashtag done with people thing, and you can't come back from that, and he just did. It's like Barbara Streisand's 17 farewell tours. I don't, I mean, he's only done it once, though. It's not 17 farewell tours. And I know, but he did, he did it once. <laughs> I got to see him, like, actually perform live this past Friday, and it was amazing. Best stand up I've ever seen. He, oh, he sure it is. Two hours straight, he's, he's and I was laughing every minute the entire way. It was great. What makes him awesome now is he's at the point where he just doesn't give a shit anymore. Oh yeah, like, he, he's got nothing to lose. He's Jerry Seinfeld. He's Jerry Seinfeld. Who's going to tell exactly. him no? Well, he, that's. I mean, he told Kesha to go fuck herself on the on the red carpet. For, and then I took mean, a picture next to a giant like graffiti of him saying no, hugging someone. Yeah, he's dancing on his grave. Yeah, yeah, I love it. He he does a bit in his current stand up routine where he's like. I was kind of bored at home. Wife was nagging me, so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to come do shows once a month to get out of the house. It's like, can't blame him. Who's Like you said, who's going to tell him no? He's, He's the got a billion dollars. Exactly. So if he does something, it's it's for the love of the game. Yeah. Well, yeah. and Netflix paid him $100 million to do two specials and get comedians with cars. I What? I Okay. I take back everything I said. I'm not going <laughs> to. No one's going to turn down that money. Sure. Okay. I don't. I don't blame him for coming back. Now, crazy million for two episodes for two shows. Heads up! Yeah. I just emailed you guys an adorable Tatiana gif. <laughs> you're, you're, you are incredible. <laughs> you have fallen in love in the last forty-five minutes. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go through this Google search. I'm probably on like you're, you're like in. It's not like she's hot. You're just in love with the woman. Well, I don't right think now. she's like hot or sexy. I'm just in love with her. Different thing. <laughs> this, this gif is just. It's it's, like, it's a cute girl laughing and Jimmy just like swooning over there. Yeah, that's that's a good gift. <laughs> you know, like, I can't tell if it's like your rumor, you're blushing. I don't uh, know. Look at you. It's pretty yeah, cute. Cute it, girl. Computer's fucking. Yeah, so I'll just get to like the 12th page of this Google image search and then we'll hang up and I'll go hang out with my girlfriend. And forget all about Tatiana. Mm-hmm. Sure you will. Yeah. Just saying that nice and loud so she hears you. We got you. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> wink, wink. All right. So, are we doing Battle of the Sexes next week? I think we should. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's only two co- mo- two movies coming out next week. It's uh, Flatliners, which looks yeah. to suck. In my opinion, that looks horrible. Um, and American and Made. The other one is American which Made, which that does look really good, but I'm still down for Battle of the Sexes if you guys want to do that. Yes, my schedule is yeah. going to be hard. I'm working Sunday. Um, the wild card game is Tuesday. Maybe Monday will work for me. Okay. Well, in that case, I'll do our. Anyone listening, go watch Battle of the Sexes. We're actually going to do it next week. And we'll see you then. Go home, folks.